Create an Unstoppable Life, episode 121. Create an Unstoppable Life is all about mindset for the high achiever to help you build a life of fulfillment and freedom. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a mindset and marketing coach and a family medicine physician. It's an honor to spend time with you today. Welcome back. Today is a hashtag real episode. (laughs) about real life, real stuff that most people aren't talking about. And thankfully, we're not most people, which makes it the perfect topic for us. But first, some updates and announcements. Number one, Craig and I completed a half marathon. It's a celebratory step on our way to the full marathon, the real deal in six weeks. And right now, it's a mental leap to believe that I can run a marathon. I'm going to keep you posted. Number two. If you're a physician business owner and it feels like your marketing is stale, like people aren't noticing, they aren't seeking your product or service, join me for Next Steps. It's a group event. We're going to do some teaching, some coaching, some answering questions. It will be virtual and live on Thursday, October 28th, 7 p.m. Central, and the link to sign up, it's in the episode description. Finally, the Authenticity, Courage, and Empowerment Conference for Women Physicians. It's joyous to share with you that the speakers are lined up. Join us. Renew your life. Renew your career. The conference kickoff is going to be with a creativity and lettering workshop, and you're going to love the leader of the event. Throughout the conference, there'll be talks and breakout sessions covering parenting without guilt. Imagine that, parenting without guilt coming back better, redefining success, building wealth, entrepreneurship, intimacy, sexuality, designing a dream practice. I know many of the speakers and they are real, they are amazing, and they believe in service to you. So join the launch list. By doing that, you're going to hear about a special bonus when registration launches November 1st. The link to sign up also in the episode description. All right, on with our show. You know we don't go through life untouched or unscathed, even with the armor that so many of us wear. And as high achievers, we have a tendency to wear a lot of armor so that we can keep our heads down and keep going. It's fascinating. I see it in my own life, especially after recording last week's episode, you know, the one on ingredients for an extraordinary life. Yeah, I've got it all figured out, except that I don't. Unfortunately, having it all figured out is not one of the ingredients for an extraordinary life. So we ran the half marathon on Sunday. Later in the day, the soreness showed up, which is expected, right? Doing something I've never done before is going to bring out the areas that are less developed, the areas that worked well enough for what I've done in the past, but this new distance this new endeavor, what was underdeveloped or working harder than normal, it became clear and the tender points came out. And it turns out that life is pretty similar. When we grow, when a door opens to a new chapter, a new challenge, when we have new insight into the world and our lives or others, and especially when we have more clarity about ourselves and the power we really do have, what follows? Is it all rainbows and daisies and smiles and puppies? 
No. Most likely it's the tender points that you're going to notice. You'll feel, you'll see what is raw, sore, irritated, exhausted, afraid, or some other similar feeling. That's where our awareness goes to the tender points, rather than the excitement of this new place and the growth that we've experienced. And it's normal. I say that for both of us. It's normal. Nothing went wrong. Every level of our life, every experience that stretches us, the tender points come out. Nothing went wrong. It's not a distraction or a mechanism to keep us from fully living into the achievement of this next level. It's actually way better, and it's beautiful. The tender points are an instructional guide on where to focus, where to build ourselves up so that we grow into this new space whole. Saying it again for emphasis, the tender points, there are actually beautiful instruction guides for how to experience more freedom and more fulfillment in your life. Stepping back for a moment, imagine if you looked at every challenge or problem in your life as a beautiful instruction guide. Just pretend you don't have to believe it, but imagine that you did, you saw it that way. What would change? How would your quality of life change? How would your life experience change? What decisions would you make differently if problems or challenges were simply beautiful and existed solely for the purpose of guiding you towards what's next? Does it seem too good to be true? This is one way that we can curate our thinking, change our thinking, evolve our thinking, and evolve our being. It's through refusing to accept the status quo of seeing problems and getting stuck or overwhelmed by them. So today we're doing some relabeling or redefining and taking control of what we want to believe and then actually accepting it as a belief, believing it is real and true. I worked with a client today who declared, I define success. What? How can you do that? There's magazines and other media and people and systems that we're all a part of, and they've got strict criteria for success. So how can you just take over the job of creating your own definition and holding yourself accountable only to your definition? Because she can, and it's that simple, and you can too. And look what happens when it occurs when you define success, the terms, the conditions, You can define that taking action is success, not what the action resulted in. You can define success as showing up and offering help, not how it was received or what it created. You can define success as persevering, persevering longer than you wanted to to bring your dream to life. That's success. You really can define success any way you want to and not want or need someone else's definition. Similarly, you can decide that there are no problems. There may be challenges or things that are posing as obstacles that simply don't have a plan to overcome them yet. You can redefine these as your personal guide or wayfinder towards an extraordinary life. Back to the tender points. When they surface, because they will, You can view them as an alert, 
attention is needed, is wanted, is requested. You can see them as the path ahead, the way forward, or your way finder towards an extraordinary life. We all have tender points. Many of us don't realize it. We aren't aware of the heaviness we're holding or the amount of emotional stuff we carry. And we're especially not aware of what it's causing in our life right now because we've accepted this is us. It's who we are. It's what we do. I don't know any different. At some point, the tender points emerge. The heaviness appears and it does it for all of us. It's a demonstration that we can't keep going the same way or doing the same things. Not when it's time to grow or move beyond where we're currently at. Why do I talk about this today? To introduce the concept and give language to what you might be experiencing. And to share that these are coming up for me too. As I enter a new way of being and seeing and participating in this life, a tender point has come up. It's decades of emotion waiting to be processed and experienced. Decades of telling myself there's not enough time, it's not important, it doesn't matter. And I can see now how it's affecting every day. How it affects my interest and ability to form deep connections. I see now the protective defenses that have kept others out and kept me moving, kept me safe except now they're tender points. They're in the way. An extraordinary life, a life with clear purpose, meaning, and fulfillment requires addressing the tender points, the current one, and all the ones that will follow. This tender point, it involves tearing down the defenses and unifying the past and the present, unifying thinking and feeling and valuing feeling. It requires acceptance, forgiveness, and healing, and also building trust internally and sharing it externally. It also involves actively and openly inviting people into the space near me without fear, judgment, or armament. And that's to really experience the richness and depth of connection. Turning to you, what is it for you? What do you suspect is a tender point in your life now? Here are some ways to identify them, it or them, however many you have. Looking at what's blocking you. What are you frustrated by? What are you angry about? What do you resent? Where are you afraid? What have you been carrying for decades? What do you notice keeps coming up? After the half marathon, the tender points were my left heel, my anterior shins, and then the lower thoracic area of my back. Being human means we carry more than one tender point at a time. Simply notice one for now. It's enough. Just one. In running the options for tender points, icing, stretching, taking days off from physical activity, pain medication, massage. So let's create some options for the mental, emotional tender points. Like taking the pressure off yourself to have it all figured out, to know what to do, to solve it right now. 
stopping the judgment and setting down the labels. You haven't failed. You aren't a failure. This is part of the human experience. You aren't supposed to know how to proceed. You've never done this before. I took care of a patient with pancreatitis recently, and I used this analogy for how we would proceed with care. You know how when your child's upset and you use the sweetest voice and the gentlest touch to approach them and you get close and you provide reassurance that they aren't alone and for this moment they can rest, they can set down whatever it is that's upsetting them. And the patient had children. I could resonate with this. And then I said, that's what we're going to do for your pancreas. We're going to use the gentlest touch and allow your gut to rest and the sweetest voice and treat the pain. And we're going to support your body with a lot of IV fluids so you stay hydrated. And that's what we're going to do to heal the tender points in our lives. So the next step, create an environment for the tender point to be open, to be taken out, to be uncovered, because chances are it's been buried or hidden or put away for a very long time. So create a safe space, a kind place, a gentle place for you to focus on that tender point. Dedicate time in your day. Choose a physical place to be. It might be a corner in your home, a quiet place outside, a favorite place you spend time. It doesn't matter. It only matters that you designate it. Then choose a way to get started. That's it. Just start to allow that tender point to be your guide. See what's there, what wants to be heard, seen, or acknowledged. You may start by writing or drawing or walking and recording yourself talking or looking at photos that represent a tender point. Again, so that you can see what's there, just get clear what's been packed up so tightly and carried all these years. In the hospital, we have patients with chronic leg wounds that were managed by a wound clinic, and they got worse. And they're usually referred by the wound care physician, like there's more going on than can be managed in a clinic setting. So they present, they come to the hospital with bandages on their legs. Here's the process we use. First, dedicate time and resources to the patient. Next, Use a lot of kindness towards the patient that we're not going to judge them or pick on them. We're here to help. We'll go as fast or as slow as is helpful for them, and we're going to treat pain. And then take the bandages off and see what the skin looks like and hear from the patient what the skin feels like, what their legs feel like. From there, we decide What does the skin need to heal from the outside in? Does it need antibiotics? More moisture? Does it need to be dried? Does it need a surgical procedure like debridement or grafting? And then we look at what does the body need to heal from the inside out? Does the body need additional nutrition like amino acids or more protein? Does the body need better management of chronic disease like diabetes or hypertension? Does the body need a surgical procedure to open up blood flow to the legs? Our tender points are pretty similar. They need us to dedicate resources, time being the first one. They need a lot of kindness 
because those labels, the judgment, the shame, or whatever else is contained in that tender point, it's going to come out. The tender point needs to be uncovered to see what's there. And it needs a lot of patience and recognition of the pain or whatever emotion, again, that's going to come up. And reassurance, it'll take whatever time it takes. There's no schedule. There's no hurry. So just like the skin analogy, when the bandages are off, when you see what you're working with, what you're carrying, then you can decide how to proceed. We talked about healing skin in two ways, topically from the outside in and internally from the inside out. We can look at healing our tender points in the same way. What external support or help is needed? Because there's a lot of options, my friends. Therapist, physician, trusted friend, mentor, coach, faith system, someone or something that can guide the process for you, with you, to sort through the emotions that will come up, that need to come up. Next, what can you give yourself internally? A lot of kindness? A lot of compassion for what you've been carrying or trying to make work. A lot of care that what you feel, what you're experiencing is important. A lot of belief that this can heal or improve. A lot of love for the courage you're demonstrating. That you're not hiding or running away. That this is your path. This is what leads to more fulfillment and freedom. In my tender point, the current one, there's grief and loss and shame and guilt. And it's been in a tight ball that I've worn like an armament. I've chosen a place to start and someone to help guide the way. And I'm giving myself tons of kindness for having it and carrying it for decades and not having a solution right now. I'm giving myself tons of love and time to work through this, however long it takes. There's a reason these are labeled tender points, because they're exactly that, they're tender. It won't take much to go back to our old habits, to ignore, to continue caring, to not process. They're tender. They need that kind voice, that gentle touch, that reassurance so that we keep going in a forward direction. Back to my journey, I'm choosing to see myself as successful now and working towards healing and openness. I don't have to wait for the results to feel good about myself. It starts today. I'm thinking about the markers to celebrate along the way. What do I hope to feel? What do I want to feel? What do I anticipate feeling? How will I notice it or recognize it? How might others notice it? Like, what do I hope they say? What do I hope Craig says? And when this is healed, focusing on what life is going to look like and feel like. The tender points are my way forward. It's a choice to see them as a beautiful gift. And it's not an intuitive way to think or to live. It's something that you can choose too. 
you can have two. You can have healing to live a whole life and a free life and a fulfilled life. And working through your tender points is the way. When they come up for you too, because they will, if they're not here today, they'll come up. The tender points are simply saying that it's time. It's time to heal this and you are capable and worthy of working through it. So consider this for your journey of healing tender points. What external support do you want to start with? What can you give yourself and be generous? How do you want to define success right now? What markers of progress do you hope for, anticipate, or want to watch for? And what's on the other side? What's available to you when this tender point is healed and you are stronger? It's a beautiful gift that you give yourself now to slow down and allow set the conditions take an active role in your healing so that you lighten the load in a way that's permanent and changes your life for the better. It's not easy. It's not intuitive. It's usually beyond what we're capable of doing on our own. And it's absolutely something you can do. Experience more freedom and more fulfillment in your life. The tender points are your way ahead. I'm sending you so much love. I look forward to seeing you next time. Ciao. Create clarity and simplicity with all of your marketing so that the people you serve know how you can help them. As a StoryBrand certified guide, I help physicians create this to launch or grow any type of business. Sign up for a consult call with me at georgemdcoaching.com.